Vantage Point Racing Podcast. All you ever wanted to know about racehorse ownership and more. Go behind the scenes with me, Ilka Gansara Lebec, and get to know the stars of this wonderful sport of kings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. I'm here today with Stephen Wallace and Debbie Nichols. Hi, you guys. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, Ilka. Good to be back on episode 16 of the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast. Yeah, it's great that the podcast is thriving and growing. And it's funny that we're already on episode 16. Feels like we just started yesterday. You must be exhausted after last week. Yeah, yeah, it was quite busy, um, especially on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday was our busiest day. Um, you kind of, you're up on your feet all day talking. You don't even have time to get a sip of water. So. I was like, I'm going to lose my voice, but it was, it was great. It was a great event. We were lucky with the weather, uh, met nice people. I think everybody enjoyed it. It was very informative. And I think I'm going to uh, keep continuing doing um, like educational events like that. I'm working on a new kind of format. Well, that was National Racehorse Week, uh, Ilka. And in this month's podcast, we're going to talk about National Racehorse Week, art and horse racing, and a few racing features as well. And we've got some clips from some of the people who were attending the event on Saturday to find out what they thought of National Racehorse Week. But uh, to start with, um, I was there on Saturday, the 16th of September, enjoying the afternoon sunshine. How do you now reflect on National Racehorse Week? Well, I think it's a good event. It um, brings the industry together and just, you know, demonstrates to the public that we are like one of the major industries of the UK, whether it's exporting horses or the jobs that we create. So it's something, you know, everybody should show color and and work at presenting whatever they can during this week, at least. Debbie, uh, joining us again on the Vantage Point Racing Club podcast as one of the club members, what did you think to, to the weekend's entertainment? I th- what struck me was how interested people were in that behind the scenes stuff, which of course is what it's all about, isn't it? Um, you, you know, you've, you you be able to tell them about horses that have maybe come in with slight issues that are now calm, peaceful. That transformation that Ilka and Stefan always manage the um, the idea of of the bits that you put in their mouths and explaining. You know, the whys and wherefores. I thought Rhett was excellent with his um, talk on um, farriery. And, of course, we we put our lovely jockey, George Wood, firmly on the spot. <laughs> He's Well, apart from paddock talk, um, he, but he was absolutely brilliant. So I think big thanks to George, really, as well. Yeah, I didn't pre-warn him. We just kind of threw him into the deep end. But he's a good talker. He's He's a likable guy. Ilka, just remind listeners who were giving these educational talks on Saturday and Sunday. Well, yes, we had Kate Stevens, my physio. She treated a horse and it was like an interactive demonstration. People could ask questions and she just demonstrated what really goes on, like the real thing. And then we had Olivia Turner here, who is a behavioral expert, but uh, one of her fortes is bits. So um, she brought some equine skulls and did some bit and uh head anatomy so that's very interesting when you see these things you can talk about it but when you actually 
see what have a picture in front of you, or you can feel the real thing and pick up the real thing. That's really interesting. And it all kind of flows together because um, it all, you know, one thing leads to the next and you can't let, let one of them out because um, you need to like put the puzzle together to get a good big picture. And then on the Sunday we had um, Rhett, my farrier, he did a demonstration and did a little talk f- first and showed different remedial types of shoes and, and uh, talked through different scenarios. And we had George Wood here as well, talking about, uh, you know, the, a day in the life of a jockey and what it's like. It seems like a good time now, Ilka, to hear from Kate Stevens, the physio who was there on Saturday afternoon. And I spoke to her after her demonstration to find out uh, her reaction to National Racehorse Week. And this is what uh, Kate had to say. Um, I think it's been fairly well received. There's lots of people uh, having a look and asking some questions, which is really good. I tried to just talk a little bit through what I would do with racehorses and a little bit about physio in general. But yeah, people seem to be really positive, which is great. You've got a few questions then? Yeah, yeah just a few. You know, things like what, what bit are you working on? And, um, you know, do you, is it more to do with uh, injury or whether is it... Um, you know is it in response to something to which I replied actually no the majority of what I do is more sort of performance enhancement um, and optimization so um, for example the horse that I've looked at uh, for Elka today is running on Tuesday so he doesn't have any problems at all because he's going to go and run a race on Tuesday so it's just making sure that uh, all his musculature is as soft and comfortable as possible so he can hopefully run as fast as he can on Tuesday. And how important do you think during National Racehorse Week it is to communicate to racing fans and non-racing fans about the sort of things you do and the the care that horses receive in general. I think it's hugely important you know racing has not necessarily the best name in terms of equine sports but those of us who work in the industry and those of us who know anything about the industry know that the common myths that are out there um, are just not true. I mean, you come here to this absolutely beautiful yard and see how relaxed all the horses are. I'm looking around the yard at the moment. You know, there's a couple with their heads out being stroked by people wandering around. You know, they're all very relaxed. They're very happy. Um, and actually, they're unbelievably well cared for. The fact that even I'm here today, you know, treating a horse before its race. There are other racing yards that um, I, I do on a regular basis, uh, you know, as maintenance for their horses. Um, you know, right from the word go, from when they're born. I do some work um, at a few studs as well, so uh, looking at the yearlings that are coming up for prep now. Um, and what a start to life. Um, and actually, these horses are very lucky, and I think they're extraordinarily well cared for. Lots of people here. Great to see as well. Brilliant to see. So they're so well supported, which is excellent. And Ilka being, you know, one of the only trainers, or I think probably the only trainer in Newmarket that's um, opening for National Horse Racing Week this week, is it? That's correct, yeah. And she's also got a fine art gallery. Have you had a chance to go around the art? I haven't. That's my next job. Well, not job, but uh, something that I'm looking forward to because this has all been happening over the last few weeks and I've been busy and haven't had a chance to have a look. So I'm dying to go and have a look at all the art now. Well, thanks very much. You're very welcome, Stephen. Visitors really seem to engage in uh, Kate's demonstration. Yeah, it was great to have the horse there. The limiting factor was that everybody had to look inside the stable so um, that's why I'm thinking um, in the future, we might do real educational events where we can really do like a talk or a lecture type style. Um, but I think this this way works, too, because, you know, you see the real deal. Um, that, that's what's so special about it. And she took several questions from from visitors. 
yeah, the, the interactiveness, she's easy, she's very approachable. And that's what it was all there for kind of like ask, a, if you have a question, you know, just ask, and then you have a conversation going and, and then one thing leads to the next. So it, it was very, it was a very casual and friendly way of interacting with the public. What one of the visitors there at the front there watching um, Kate was Mandy Dearsley, one of your artists. Yes, yeah, Mandy's known Kate since she was a little kid, so uh, she calls her by her nickname. And then the first time she mentioned her nickname, I was like, "No, I don't know that person." And then she's like, "Kate Stevens." I was like, "Oh yes, of course, Kate." So that was nice for them. Yeah. Actually, that's how. Um, yeah, that's how I met Mandy through Kate. Kate recommended Mandy when I first when I did the very very first exhibition back in May. So it's now she's in the permanent collection of the gallery. So that's great. As I said earlier, I also spoke to Olivia Turner, the bitting and bridle expert, who's also a canine and horse behaviorist. And I spoke to her after her demonstration about her day at St. Wendred's and about the importance of National Racehorse Week. Oh, I think it's been fantastic. There's been a really good crowd come out here today. Uh, sun is shining, the yard looks fantastic. Um, and I think everyone's been really interested in sort of all the different things that Ilka's got going on here. Not just, you know, me with the bits, it's the it's the physio, uh, the artwork's stunning. I still need to go and have a look around, have a look around and all that. Yeah. Um, but now I've been stood here being really busy, chatting away, different people, lots of different questions. And I think that's what's so lovely about showing off the bits is there's so many different avenues to it, different bits, different jobs, talking about how to identify different problems and what can suit one horse better than another or what you might go to for a different training problem. So I, I love doing things like this because it's, it's educating people, it's showing, showing off what you've, what you've got and what you've got to offer um, different horses and ensuring that they're comfortable and got the right kit in. Education very important in National Racehorse Absolutely, week. exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, the, in, in the racing world, there's the, the bits that are the go-to bits that you see a lot of them in. It's a very small portion of what's actually available uh, for horses, in a, of, you know, that's, that different bit companies have designed. And I was even talking to um, a big bit company's uh, Noah Schuler about different different racing bits that we could consider or making some of their mouthpieces uh, adapting them so they would suit racing horses better um, and Ilka's actually got one of their bits um, and she's really enjoying it on one of her horses and again the benefit to some of these brands is they make the bits small enough for thoroughbred mouths which tend you're looking at anywhere from four and a half to four and three quarters in inches in terms of the width and I see a lot of horses out that have actually got bits in that are miles too big so the bit's sliding about and that's you know that's not going to help the horse be very straight or it's not going to help with your steering um or your control potentially uh so making sure that the bit fits correctly is the right size and you've got the right type of mouthpiece in that suits that horse so it's comfortable and can then listen to the rider's aids is going is only going to enhance what that horse can do and how it can perform for you well that's good to hear so how important <laughs> then do you think National Racehorse Week is to the racing industry. I think it's very important. I think watching these different people from all different backgrounds come in and you've got people who don't own horses at all that just love the sport and want to come and see the horses and see them chilling out in their stables and happy to have a pat and a cuddle and a bit of a fuss and um, but also learn more about what goes on behind the scenes the training that's involved and how much trainers like Ilka actually put into their horses and how much they think about is you know I think that's really important that people get to see that and see what goes on. Well, you must go off now to look at the art. I absolutely must, yes. (laughs) 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Debbie, how important do you think these talks and these demonstrations are, especially during National Racehorse Week? I believe really strongly that um, every, virtually every stable in the country should be doing what Ilka does because how else do you look transparent and show the public what really happens and and, and and the care and the love for the horses in racing and it it's it's such an open invitation you're not you're not confining it to a section or of whatever you know of of the population i i i really i'm amazed that that in newmarket this was the only yard open um and i know Henry Cecil Open Weekend will do its bit. But the fact that this was a dedicated invitation to the public, uh, I, I think we need to do more. And the fact that Ilka's talking about structuring it a little bit more and we can focus on all manner of audiences, I think it's absolutely the way to go. I think it's absolutely essential. I did chat to to one visitor, Rob McDermott, on Saturday afternoon about his thoughts on National Racehorse Week, and this is what he had to say. It's, it's, it's sort of really presentable. It's, um, it's very friendly, and and you're, you're sort of welcomed, and it's it's it's, it's, it's really good insight into racing. Yeah. Know. How important do you think it is that um, people can see how a working yard operates? I think it's very important. I think people have got this sort of feeling at the moment that the, the, the horses aren't really sort of you know priority. But this is great because it shows you that they are. They looked after well. They've got top sort of you know um, uh, accommodation, and uh, yes, they're, they're sort of great, great, great sort of living. You know. So when I was there on Saturday, Ilka, there was also another demonstration by Jacqueline Hindle, one of your new artists. Yes, Jacqueline Hindle is a local artist. And um, so we had a gallery demonstration. So to say she was sculpting, she brought some unfinished sculptures, so work in progress. And people were able to ask her questions, interact with her, watch her work. I think the work in progress thing is so interesting. And yeah, it was great to, because she's a local artist. She came to the fir- very first exhibition and as a visitor and was so um, enthused and inspired by it and she wanted to be a part of it so now I have a lot of her work she doesn't just sculpt she also paints so yeah come and check her work out and she does lovely dogs and uh, horse themes racing themes so all kinds of things she's agreed to be a podcast guest in the future but I did get a chance for a very brief chat to find out her thoughts on National Racehorse Week Jacqueline, how pleased are you to be here at St Wendred's during National Racehorse Week? I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled that Ilka invited me to come along and demonstrate um, some of the sculpture that I do. So, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. And you you are a horsey person, you said. I am. I am a horsey person, yes. I've grown up with horses and my parents were both in racing as well. So, very horsey background, yes. (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. But how important do you think events like this and National Racehorse Week are to horse racing. It's very important. It's important for people to um, appreciate, you know, what goes on and the work and behind the scenes, I think, in in horse racing as well. Um, So it's very important, yeah. And you've agreed to be part of the podcast in a few months' time. I have, yes. (laughs) 
fear and trepidation. Yes, I have. <laughs> well, we, we'll look forward to uh, hearing you again. I, and I look forward to speaking to you again later in the year. OK, yeah, look forward to that. Yep. OK, we will talk again soon. Sunday the 17th, Ilka, was tickets for troops. How did that go? Yeah, it was great. Um, it was a little bit cooler that day. We are still in the process of doing the um, the raffle for tickets for troops. So actually, Jacqueline did a, a bronze resin sculpture of a 1939 airman, which is um, being raffled off for tickets for troops. And it's a one pound raffle. So you still have time to take part because the drawing is at the end of September. And then we're also doing a, a draw, a raffle draw for a 1% equity share in the um, golden horn full out of just once. So it's pretty exciting. And it was, it was nice for, of Jacqueline to donate this prize. It was all on her own. She was like, Oh, is that an armed forces charity? And I was like, yes. And then she goes, I think I have a raffle prize for you. Let me see if I can still find one that's left over. Cause she did this work a few years ago and she only did a couple of them, I think like six or seven. And then this one was left. So it's a big thank you to Jacqueline Hindle. That was all on her own accord. I look forward to speaking to Jacqueline uh, in probably November or the December podcast. Uh, one question I wanted to ask you, Ilka, was numbers-wise, especially for the big day on Saturday the 16th. Yeah, we were Saturday was our busy day, education day. We were fully booked out on the National Racehorse Week website. And then um, a lot of my owners came as well. And people brought friends and people that knew me. I just told them, come on Saturday. And then the Sunday event was a private event for Tickets for Troops. So that was a little bit more low key. But I think um, they still also there. We had the, the farrier talk and the jockey talk. So it was also in a way educational. But overall, very happy and pleased to be a part of National Racehorse Week between the 9th and the 17th of September. Yes, it was a great turnout and it's a great event. Moving on to art and horse racing, you have some more artists, uh, Ilka. Yes. Um, so the gallery was really busy. We did a few sales also during National Racehorse Week. And I'm getting a new artist. The, the pictures are in transit as we speak from Wyoming, Amy Lay. She'll be a guest on next month's podcast. And then also uh, on this weekend and next week, and for um, Henry Cecil Open Weekend here in Newmarket, the street photographer from Ukraine, Jean Kossa, will be here in person. So he was here for both days, Saturday and Sunday, took a few pictures, spoke to people. There's one very popular photograph of his is the cat on the tombstone that he actually took here in Cambridgeshire. But he also has themes from all over the world, uh, you know, not just Ukraine, but also um, Georgia and um italy so it's the themes are they kind of go into the animal outdoor theme and not so people oriented but come and see it there they are different like he's been around the world and his uh pictures you know tell a story the, the photographs from jean are, are on your artandhorseracing.com website yes they're all uploaded all the ones that we have here for sale um, the smaller ones are 180 pounds and then the larger ones are 230 pounds. They're all matted and framed and, and like high digital quality prints. So yeah, very interesting work. I mean, there was a few people here that really are knowledgeable in photography and they were very impressed. So make sure you come next Sunday 
or anytime, give me a shout and we're open seven days a week. Just make sure it works around our training schedule. The art is here for everyone to see. So yeah, come and be inspired by the artwork. You said you're open for the Henry Cecil Open weekend. What What's the actual hours for, for that? It's a normal um, yard visiting hour. So it's Sunday on the 24th of September from 9 to 1230. We're just trying to really, um, you know, focus on the gallery that day. Um, and people can see the horses if they're interested in joining the racing club. Happy to talk about that as well. But we're mainly, you know, trying to set ourselves apart and promoting the gallery, getting the gallery going because we're here to stay. So if anybody's ever on the way to the races, uh, you know, pop in. We're, you know, if you're on the way to the rolling mile, we're just two minutes away from the entrance to the rolling mile. Come in before the races or after the races and see the artwork. It's art that makes you feel good. Um, mainly, you know, sporting and equine art, but you know, you'll be surprised what else we have here. Yes, you've got great variety with uh, art and horse racing. Uh, how's the newsletter going? The newsletter's growing. We're up to like 355 subscribers now. So again, if you would like to be added to that, it's a it's a weekly newsletter. It comes out on Thursdays. It has different topics that we that I uh, kind of you know work along and the newest art that's in, but always like in a theme. So last week was quintessentially British because we have a very well-known and acclaimed British artist now in the stable, uh, Anna Pugh. So that was, you know, it was talking about all kinds of British themes and artists. So, you know, it's a it's a nice newsletter, I think. Anna Pugh's work is, is amazing, the stories and the frames. Are... Yeah, even the frames are handmade by a, another artist that especially made these frames just for Anna's work. And um, I have eight of her originals here. And, you know, it's it's an investment opportunity that you don't get every day of the week. You must be pleased with the numbers increasing on the newsletter in such a short period of time. Yeah, it was funny that like you start these things and you're like, you know, it's all about getting the word out and how do you do that the best way. And um, yeah, I think people enjoy it and then people share it and then um, people are happy to be signed up to it. And for more information about art and horse racing, go to www.artandhorseracing.com. Don't forget you can follow the podcast on X on at Vantage Point RAC and via SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google and Spotify. Please subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Elka, let's move on to racing and What's the latest news with Just Once and her foal? Well, we're just uh, planning on get, picking her up. Um, it's probably going to happen. We, in, we had to get all these open days out of the way. So uh, towards the end of September, I mean, it's right around the corner, isn't it? Stefan will go over there and get her back, and then we'll try to bring her back slowly. It's going to be a journey. It's kind of exciting because we haven't seen her. It's not like we went and visited her. And um, the foal's growing nicely. He's correct. He's he's a good-looking foal, good-looking first foal too, not not overly small or anything. You wouldn't think it. So he has his mother's and his dad's good looks. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be nice. Talking about his mother and father's good looks, uh, Debbie Nichols 
Vantage Point Racing Club member, a guest again on the podcast, has got some names for the foal, haven't you, Debbie? Yes, I, ha- I have got some thoughts on uh, names um, because the 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 obvious choice is to sit around the gold and the golden, and and, and yet he um, Golden Horn has has had some real successes recently with horses that named that you you wouldn't know they've got any background but I I just I just kind of thought I was trying to pick up on the just once because I think she's going to be a really potent force in in this having having watched her race and win and I just thought maybe gold strike because you know that's like a one-off strike um and the golden opportunity and golden chance and you know I'm sure lots of people will have lots of other thoughts but it's 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 I'm trying to think of a name that's going to look really good when we're cheering this boy home is is what I'm trying to come up with. And and I think he deserves a powerful name. Let's see what everybody else thinks. Oh, I like those names. I like those names. Yeah. And the great thing is um, maybe we'll mention again for all the listeners. I'm doing a raffle in a one percent share in in him which will go run through now until the end of 2027 at no extra cost. So it's a 20 pound raffle. And if you buy six, uh, you get them for a hundred pounds. So six raffles for a hundred pounds, one raffle for 20 pounds and you're, you'll be a mini shareholder. But obviously if you want to take a bigger share in him, come and talk to me. I know how much you like Debbie's uh, names uh, uh, there, Ilka, but, Hopefully other people will have chance of naming the foal. I know you like Debbie's names, but we can't be seen to be biased, but uh, they can uh, contact you if they've got a suitable name for the foal. Yes, everybody's welcome to send in their entries for the name. I think like it's always important for a horse to have a serious name. I think it's a big deal kind of like naming a horse because it does keep you up and you want to think about it. Some people like funny names or, you know, there's so many things to think about play on words, all those things, but it it's going to stick with that horse for a long time. So, um, you know, be fun, be part of the fun and um, send in your entries. Ilka, the sales are back at, at uh, Tattersall's book one starts between the 3rd and the 5th of October, but you were there the early part of September. Any purchases made then? Uh, no, I didn't get lucky there. It was strong as always. I mean, there was a few maybe horses that fell through the net. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, dang, you kind of have to always be there. You never, you can gauge them beforehand, but sometimes you 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 can get lucky. So I was there for the summer real yearling sale. And now, like you said, the October yearling sales start, and that's going to be full on two weeks of that. And then at the end of October, it'll be horses and training sale, have a few orders for the horses and training sale. So that's good. So anybody that wants to go to the sales, also, you know, get in touch. Let's make a plan. Let's go get a horse. A very busy time for Newmarket. Yeah, I think that's one of the busiest times of the year is is like Guinea's weekend, the big festival weekends for the racing. But in October, people are really here. They don't just like helicopter in and leave. They're here for weeks on end. And um, yeah, it's a busy time for that's when new market feels like it's uh, a little city. But as you said, Ilka, the gallery is always open if people contact you direct. I mean, I mean, I love the Anapu art, which is on display in the corner 
far corner, the big the big sort of gallery, uh, fantastic frames. They really also tell a, a story. There's so much detail in those paintings. Yeah, her work is very special, and she's been described as a colorist and a storyteller, and you know her her prints sell for five hundred pounds, but there's not many originals left to buy, and I have eight of them here. So yeah, make make sure you come and see those. One of those paintings, I think you said she's 85 and was only painted sort of a, a year or two ago. Yeah, I have three of her paintings that were painted in 2022 and there, there won't be um, any more originals coming. So it's, yeah, you, I have some older ones and then the most recent ones as well. And you won't find Anapu's work anywhere else in this country? No, they, she would always work with one gallerist in in Kensington, Lucy B. Campbell Gallery, and um, she's winding down, and and they thought it would be a good. They both together uh, decided it would be a good idea to um, try something different, and they are really fully behind the this idea of art and horse racing in the yard, and they love the idea, and they're part of it all, and so they're giving, you know, gave me this great opportunity. And anyone who's coming to Newmarket for the Henry Cecil Open Weekend will be able to uh, see all of Anna Poo's work that you have at the gallery and all the other amazing artists. I think more than 100 pieces now at the Art and Horse Racing Gallery between what times again? Just remind listeners. That's in the mornings, the stable visit between 9 and 12.30. Good. That's all from me in episode 16. Have you got anything else you want to say to listeners? Well, I look forward to welcoming even more people to the yard. Um, like I said, we're easygoing, so it's not it doesn't have to be if you can't come on a certain open day or during these event type things, you know, just reach out, get in touch, whether you want to see the art or the horses or learn more about Vantage Point Racing Club. Uh, you know, it's a we're here, we're open, we work seven days a week, so easy to get a hold of. So I really look forward to meeting more new faces on next Sunday. Join the Vantage Point Racing Club today. Watch the horses that you put your money in run their race. Free racing tickets, meet the horses and the team, including the jockey, trainer, physio, and everyone else. Come to open days and get a welcome gift. Get weekly updates on all the horses in the club. New to racing? Not to worry. You will learn all about it. Ask questions anytime. Tune into my month-to-month podcast featuring racehorse ownership, info, and more. All just for £20 a month. We look forward to meeting you here at St. Wendrick's. If you love racing, come and share it. 